it's Dr. Joyelle and welcome to the Women's Health Pro Show, where we empower and educate women to own their health. We also talk about real issues that don't get enough attention. The vagina is the most ignored organ and we need to have more conversations about it, especially around vaginal dryness because 20 to 50% of women are suffering with vaginal symptoms, especially during menopause, and we need to have this conversation. So I'm welcoming back my friend, the expert, Dr. Salika Michelle. Welcome to the show. Good to be back. Good to be back. This is going to be an awesome discussion. Yes, yes. I'm so excited. So vaginal, this is jump into a vaginal dryness. What are some causes um, in regards to vaginal dryness itself, like even let's talk the some causes about vaginal dryness before even menopause. So what other things can cause vaginal dryness? So before before menopause, so we know that usually in the 20s and 30s, when we see patients who are having vaginal dryness, a lot of times it's hormonally related, and sometimes honestly it can be uh, because of the contraception that they're taking. Uh, it can also be because of any other medications that they're taking. Uh, and if it has to be directly associated with intercourse, then uh, foreplay and some other um, components of intimacy can also contribute to vaginal dryness. Uh, so I'd say probably in about the 20 ages and 20s and 30s, that's usually our, our most common culprit as uh, our patients start becoming in their 40s and 50s that perimenopausal and menopausal uh, transition can definitely throw the the vagina out of out of whack, and um, but we have some help for for the, all those um, issues. Right, right. So let's go right into perimenopause and menopause and those changes that happens after forty. So when women are coming and they are having pain, if they, at the stories that 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 we hear, you know, it feels like sandpaper is rubbing together when when I'm having sex. It, I'm feeling so irritated and itchy, like I can't even work throughout the day because I'm feeling so irritated. So what is happening in regards to our estrogen levels in the vagina that's causing this dryness? So estrogen is really key to uh, long-term vaginal health. And the concern is that, or the issue is that, we stop producing estrogen when we become menopausal, essentially. So we need to find other ways to keep that lining moisturized and not just moisturized on the surface, but actually underneath the surface, because that's what provides the elasticity for, for intercourse and to actually use the vagina. So with decreased estrogen, um, there are a few different options. We can do non, non-hormonal options or hormonal options. And usually I just start them off with over-the-counter uh, lubricants, water-based lubricants. You don't want to put oil-based lubricants in the vagina. Oil actually attracts bacteria. So we want to use a, a water-based lubricant. And there are a number of items that are, can be found over-the-counter. There are other companies that, that sell wonderful water-based lubricants. But that's usually the first go-to um, uh, for a particular um, type of um non-prescribed medication. Great points. And let's also put out there, please do not use Vaseline or baby oil. Exactly. No oil. <laughs> no oil. <laughs> Especially 
condoms because it doesn't, they, they don't mix well together, right? Right, right. You definitely don't want to use any oil-based lubricants with condoms because it can break down the latex. Right. So it de decreases the efficacy of the condom. So you always want to use a water-based lubricant, particularly if you're using condoms. Right. So in regards to lubricants, so there's lubricants and moisturizers. So lubricants we typically use when you're actually having sex and moisturizers are those things that you can actually use on a, you know, either a daily basis or every couple of days basis to kind of help moisturize the vaginal walls. So what are some of the things you have recommended for women to moisturize the vagina? So we actually have a really, really commonly used um, medication that has come out within the past couple of years that um, uses hyaluronic acid to help with moisturizing and patients get a really really good uh, effect from that and we tend to offer that to patients that really want to avoid hormones altogether or really have to avoid hormones altogether not everyone is able to use hormones uh, for our patients who have had histories of breast cancers of uterine cancers or have a family history of clotting disorders uh, or some other type of, um, of health is concerned that allow that requires them to avoid hormones. There are other options that are non-hormonal to give them some relief. Right, and just regards to that, that option is is a suppository for everyone to know that you actually would place in the vagina every couple of days just to kind of again help moisturize it. And you can also use lubrications in between when you do have sex. So it's not like you have to just use that. You can use that in addition to lubrications when you do um, are engaging in sexual intercourse. So moving on to hormonal treatment in regards to vaginal dryness, specifically estrogen, because that's what's what you mentioned before, that is what is decreasing as we're getting older. The lack of estrogen affects the, vag the vaginal environment. So right. what are the, there's different preparations of vaginal estrogen that we offer to patients. One is vaginal cream. Right. So what, and, and a lot of people, you know, they don't like the cream because it's a little messy, which I understand. So right. what are some other preparations that women can um, use to help add that, that estrogen? So, well, to backtrack, we're huge advocates of, of vaginal applied estrogen as opposed to taking estrogen or hormonal replacement by mouth to address a vaginal concern. Uh, we really feel like the least amount of estrogen we can get through the entire body is safest for our patients. So for the vaginal applications for estrogen, it's the creams. It can be a tablet. It can even be a ring. And a ring actually goes in very similar to the birth control uh, Nuva ring that many people may be familiar with. The, uh, the estrogen ring actually just goes in the vagina and stays in there for three months, essentially. And it gets changed every three months. So it's really, really easy to use. It can stay in with intercourse. And it provides a low dose, consistent, um, consistent stream of estrogen uh, to promote vaginal health and to really get that, the, to address the dryness as well as the elasticity. Um, so essentially, it's usually the creams, the tablets, and the rings that we that we tend to use. And a lot of times, it really depends on where the the, the discomfort primarily is. So for patients who are primarily concerned about vaginal dryness, the actual um, vagina itself, we tend to want to get something in there, and those options work well. For people who are having difficulty with dryness on entry, we tend to try to get some type of medication that we can place on the outside 
to help to help with entry and that usually tends to be a cream great points and to piggyback off of that with vaginal dryness there's also women who can have urinary symptoms especially uh, irritation around the urethra things like that and when they use a cream we off often recommend using a little bit of cream just around the urethra to kind of help with those urinary symptoms too exactly exactly and then for those who either don't want to use hormones or can't use hormones or they've used it and haven't been completely successful or don't want to continue to use them long term, there's also laser vaginal rejuvenation that we actually offer in our office and have found um, patients have really, really good success with that. Right. Laser therapy in regards to essentially rejuvenating and stimulating collagen production in the vaginal walls. That's how it essentially works, where it actually breaks down initially um, the cell up under the the vaginal build the collagen builds back up and it becomes more vascularized and more elastic so it really works well um, for women who like you said who either cannot use estrogen or they have used estrogen or other preparations and it hasn't worked they have laser therapy as an option um, is there anything else that you can think of in regards to um, what other options women may have to help with vaginal dryness. In addition to that, is that is there something else that you can that you can think of that would be helpful? So I think with, when I have this discussion with my patients, what I also try to address are uh, relationship concerns because sometimes the there may be something else going on in, in the relationship, or else just for the female, we're multitasking all the time. So if if the mind isn't engaged in the in the intimacy process and they're thinking about their dishes in the sink and the baby's about to get up and, and so forth and may not be able to get quite in the mood. Um, we, we talk about uh, trying to um, time certain situations um, and really try to address the relationship itself so that foreplay can also um, contribute to the, the um, to relieving vaginal dryness, particularly during intimacy. Great points. And the other point is that women need to know is frequency of sex. Like we have women coming to the office and I haven't had sex in a year. That's mm -hmm. a problem. That's a problem. And when you're not frequently having sex, that right. also contributes to the dryness. So, you know, the phrase, right? If you don't use it, you'll lose, you'll it. lose it, right? So <laughs> we have to clarify though, these, we are talking women who are already in relationships. So right. what do we what do we say to those women who are not in relationships right now, who are about to go out into the dating scene after being divorced for, you know, one year, five years and really haven't engaged in sexual intercourse? So I encourage them to try it first, because I think a lot of women tend to be a little bit afraid, thinking the worst is going to happen. And sometimes it works out fine without any additional help from us. But if if they do engage in intercourse and they do experience extreme vaginal dryness or difficulty with entry, that's when we can come in and step in and try to provide a, a solution for them so they can have a healthy, fun sex life. Right. And I also talk about sex toys. You know, sex toys do come in handy if you do not have a partner. So you can also, they can also use sex toys just to kind of, again, try to reintroduce um, 
um, you know, essentially into sexual intercourse again, and that can kind of, you know, help them kind of figure out if they're, if they are having an issue in regards to dryness and they can address that before they actually engage with a partner. Once again, with the water-based lubricant, not the Vaseline. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and another point I want to put out is that vaginal dryness is definitely real and don't ignore it because with menopause, especially with menopause, with menopause, you know, hot flashing, things like that, those symptoms actually get better as you get further out into menopause. Vaginal dryness gets worse. So it's definitely important to reach out to your GYN or your healthcare provider as soon as possible when you're noticing these symptoms so you can address it early rather than later. So you'll be able to use her like you should. Well, thank you, Dr. Salika, for coming onto the show. If someone wanted to reach out to you and ask you some questions, buy your book, where can they find you? I am Dr. Salika Michelle on all social media. That's D-R-S-U-L-E-I-K-A-M-I-C-H-E-L. No extra L, no extra E. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great. All right. Well, until next time, this is Dr. Joelle, where we have real talk about real women's issues.